We welcome you this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My opening scripture this morning is from second, uh, uh, section 18, 2N. Learn of me and listen to my words. Walk in the meekness of my spirit and you shall have peace in me. Let's stand and sing hymn number 371. Heavenly Father, we would ask that thy Holy Spirit to be with us here this morning and be with each one here and let us hear and understand the message that Dean will bring us this morning, that we might use them in our lives to become better servants of thine. In Jesus' name, amen. scripture reading comes from the 12th chapter of Daniel B1 through 5 and at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time and at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awaken, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, 
and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end, and many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. May God add understanding to the reading of his word. I'm sure uh, most of you have heard some of the old comedians start out with a funny thing happened to me on the way to work. Well, that was the funny thing happened to me on the way to church this morning. Some of you already heard this in class, but I got dressed and I don't like to wear a tie, so I had my tie and my suit jacket laying on the back of my easy chair. And I put my books on the, the dining room table. So it got closer to time. I get my tie on and everything, mess around a little bit, pick up my books and go out and get in the car, go pick up David on the way here and walk in here. I don't have my suit jacket. So I go back out and look in the car. I thought maybe I'd laid it down with my books, no jacket. So anyway, I went back home and got my jacket. Funny thing happened to me on the way to church. <coughs> As we read in the opening scripture, the Hebrew prophet Daniel wrote about a book. And it said, At that time thy people shall be delivered, everyone that shall be found written in the book. And we also see references to this book in the New Testament over in Revelations 3. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit has said unto the churches. 
and also in Revelations 20. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Now there was a time in the Old Testament times that there actually was a book that some of the Jewish communities kept. And to have one's name written in this book of life gave you the privilege to participate in, in the temporal things of that theocracy. Now, I had to look up what theocracy meant. It's basically an organization that is ruled by priests, and they go by whatever their god or deity laws give them. And we find the same thing in a lot of the organizations today. You know, they'll have a roll book and so on. And you, you have to go along with what their rules and things are. <clears throat> but in that uh, Jewish theocracy, if you didn't follow the rules, your name was blotted out or erased out of that book. So you couldn't participate in those, those things. In other words, this book had references to the rights of citizenship for the Jewish people that belonged to that theocracy. Exodus 32. And Moses returned to the Lord and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin. They had made them gods of gold. So he's talking to the Lord. I think it's after he came down off the mountain and they'd melted all their gold and stuff and made the golden cap. And he's talking to the Lord. Yet now, if thou wilt, forgive their sin. And if not, blot me. I pray thee, out of the book that thou hast written. So he, he's telling God, if, if you have to have some kind of justice, if you don't forgive them their sins, you know, take it out on me. Block me out of your book. Psalm 69. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living and not be written with the righteous. So that's another reference to this book. Daniel prophesied that it was to be sealed to the end of time. And we find in both Revelation and Daniel this same prophecy, the same type of prophecy. Daniel 7 says, A fiery stream issued and came forth from before them, him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set and the books were opened. In the Revelations 20, it goes ahead. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and the books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in those books, according to what they had done. Now there's two scriptures that indicate there are books of judgment. And uh, some of them say this is where your deeds are recorded. They serve as that by which on which one shall be judged. However, this is not the same thing as having your name written in the book of life. 
on most occasions where the Lamb's Book of Life is mentioned, it refers to those whose names have been written from the foundation of the world. It is not temporal or earthly blessings that are in view, but participation in the eternal kingdom of God as recipients of eternal life. Hebrews 12 tells us, But ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly, the churches of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Kind of tells us who's going to be in Zion, doesn't it? Revelations 20 gives us further in information. And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the book of life. The Apostle Paul gives a uh, little information too. He, he was talking about some of his co-workers in the gospel. Philippians 4. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellows. This is some of his fellow uh, ministers or people that worked with him in the gospel. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellows, Help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with others, my fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. So apparently there was a couple of women, I didn't put them in here because I couldn't pronounce their names, but they were having some kind of problem. And uh, he's making an appeal that they all get along together in love and unity especially those two women. He's asking the congregation or his fellow yoked fellows, he calls them, to uh, help solve the conflict that they were having. Those who are objects of divine election, who have been gracefully chosen by God to inherit eternal life, should respond to such immeasurable blessings by doing everything they can to get along and to work in harmony for the gospel's sake. People sometimes ask, what must I do to have my name written in the book of life? Well, if I understand it right, the names were written in the book of life before the foundation of the world. So in other words, it does not have anything you don't have to do this or that to get your name written in there. Now there is a book that records your deeds apparently too, but the book of life, those names were inscribed before the foundation. And this is by God's sovereign and gracious choice that your name has already been written down in the book. Now traditionally we hold that actions consistent with repentance, prayer, and good deeds can alter God's decree. And we do need to seek forgiveness from anyone we've wronged and try to make amends. We do need to seek forgiveness. Now, some people practice this simply out of religious ritual without any real understanding of the atonement. 
Psalms 58. So that a man shall say, Verily, there is a reward for this righteousness. Verily, he is the God that judges earth. And in Zephaniah 1, And I will bring distress upon men, that they shall walk like blind men, because they have sinned against the Lord. And their blood shall be poured out as dust, and their flesh as dung. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath. But the whole land shall be devoured by fire of his jealousy. For he shall make a speedy riddance of all them that dwelleth in the land. Lord is telling us that no amount of gold and silver can save us from what's coming. <clears throat> Hebrews 9 verse 12. We have been redeemed without money through the precious and costly gift of the blood of Jesus. And Isaiah 52. For thus saith the Lord... Ye have sold yourselves for naught, and ye shall be redeemed without money. He promises that if we are obedient, he will bless our hands on all things that we set to do. Now it's clear from Revelation 13 and Revelation 17 that there are two groups of people. One, on one hand, there are those who worship and marvel at the beast. The second group consists of those whose names have been written in the book of life, and they refuse to give their allegiance to the enemy of Christ. We find in the New Testament that he is the gate for his sheep. The gate is open for those who want to enter through him. Second Nephi 6. Behold, the way for man is narrow, but it lieth in a straight course before him. And the keeper of the gate is the Holy One of Israel, and he employeth no servant there. There is no, and there is no other way, save it be by the gate, for he cannot be deceived. For the Lord God is his name. Now to understand kind of what this meant, we need to, what's the purpose of a gate? A gate gives us access to a place, and we can go through to the other side. Through Jesus, by faith, we gain access to eternity. John 11, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life, and he that believeth in me, though he were dead, shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Through Jesus, both Jew and Gentile, have access to the Father in heaven. John 14. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. The gate controls 
who may enter and who may not enter. Revelations 22. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they might have the right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. I found it interesting that some of the translations had the book of life and the tree of life that when it was translated, instead of putting book of life, it was should have been the tree of life. But <clears throat> Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they might have the right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. For without are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idlers and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie to this gate, and I guess keeps them out. Outside of the, the gate, it says with the dogs, those that practice magical arts, those that are sexually immoral, murderers, idlers, and everyone who maketh and practice the falsehoods. Now Jesus not only referred to as a gate, but sometimes as a door. Like the door of Noah's Ark, it's kind of a picture of salvation for, for those that got through it. He is the door through which we need to go through to receive eternal life. And as Jesus himself said in John chapter 10, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Continue, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. Now we've seen some celebrities here say that we're all headed toward the same goal, but there's different ways we get there. That's not what the scriptures teach, is it? <clears throat> but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Anyone who does not enter in by the gate, climbs in some other way, says they're thief and robbers. God's desire is that everyone would repent and no one would perish. That was a reason for instituting the atonement and sending Jesus, the Messiah. Jesus didn't come to judge or condemn. John 3.17. A lot of people quote 3.16, but they don't go ahead and read the rest of it. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Even while dying on the cross between two criminals, Jesus offered a place in paradise to the one who placed his trust in him. Jesus told him in Luke 23, This day you will be with me in paradise. You know, I don't know what books it refers to is going to be open, but I have a suspicion that these scriptures, the books in our scriptures, will be some of those that we're judged out of. 
the book of life. I don't know what it is, but I hope we're found in it when the time comes. This is the time to let go and forgive, as well as to seek forgiveness. It is time to examine our lives and repent of our sins. It's time to call upon his mercy for ourselves, our families, our nation, the nation of Israel, and for us to take steps to be instruments of reconciliation, forgiveness, and love. May our families, our loved ones, be found written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Thank you, Dean. Let's stand and sing hymn number 503 in closing. Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to be here this morning and hear the words of life. Be with those that are battling the virus, those that are traveling, and each one of us in, in our daily lives that we might dedicate our lives more to thee and be led by the Holy Spirit in each decision that we make. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm.